invite you to grab a seat. And as you sit down, I invite you to take the the candle that was in your seat to, to hold it in your hand. And for the next few minutes, we're gonna we're gonna prepare ourselves for what this season is all about, and that is the the light of God entering into the world through Jesus Christ and being spread person to person through people like you and I. And so I invite you, we're gonna spend most of our time uh, over the next six or seven minutes with our eyes closed, just imagining these words and listening to these words from scripture. And so I invite you right now to just close your eyes with me as you hold on to this candle. And I'm gonna give you about 30 seconds in the midst of the silence to just talk to the Lord. And I'd encourage you just right now to just pray and say, God, meet me here in this place. If there's any business that you wanna do with Jesus right now, I'd encourage you to do that. As we sit in the silence. Father, I thank you for every story that is represented here tonight. All the joy and all the struggle. God, thank you for being a place, uh, providing a place where sinners can come into the presence of a holy God. Jesus, you're our hope and we thank you. And all these years ago, you would love us enough to come uh, to be one of us, among us, and yet so different than us. Jesus, you are different in every way, and yet so relatable, so wonderful, and so real. Jesus, tonight, would you encourage the heartbroken? Would you redeem the sin-soaked? Would you lift up the weary? Uh, Jesus, would you be real in new ways to us tonight as we worship you? It's in the name of Jesus that we pray and gather tonight. All of God's people say, amen. I encourage you to just keep your eyes closed. And uh, with your eyes closed to literally just almost absorb the darkness of the room. candles in hand uh, just listen to the story of Christ from the scriptures in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth now the earth was formless and empty and darkness was over the surface of the deep The Spirit of God was hovering over the water. And God said, let there be light. And light and life burst onto the scene. And God looked at this. And he said, this is good.
Then God created man and woman. In his image, he made them male and female. And he said, this is very good. And God named them Adam and Eve, and he blessed them. God entrusted Adam and he entrusted Eve with the light of his glory. And he commanded them, be fruitful and multiply. Take the glory of this light to the ends of the earth. So Adam and Eve handed on this light to their children. Their son Cain would run from this light. Their son Abel would die in this light each of their kids that would come after them would handle the light differently. Eventually there would be a man named Noah who reflected the light of God despite living in a land overwhelmed by the darkness of the enemy. Noah protected and treasured this light and with his family he held on to it in the midst of a storm that raged to put it out. He handed on this light to his children and they handed it on to their children and so on and so forth until one day God spoke to a man named Abram in the midst of a dark desert night. And God looked at Abraham and he said, Abraham, look up at the stars. See the light. I'm gonna use you, my friend, to take this light to a new land. Go to the place that I will show you. So Abraham, trusting the father of light, took the light and he went to the place where God had showed him. Abraham would hand this light down to his son Isaac who would give it to Jacob and Jacob would give it to Joseph and Joseph would take the light to this strange land called Egypt. But eventually Egypt would become a place of darkness for the people of God. Once again, the Lord would need someone to carry the light. So God would speak to another man in the midst of a dark desert night, this time not through the stars, but through a burning bush, to a man named Moses. God said, Moses, take this light to my people in the land of Egypt and tell Pharaoh to let my people go. So Moses took the light of God to God's people And the Lord led Moses and the people through the desert with another light, the pillar of fire. For 40 years, they learned what it meant to be the people of God in the midst of the desert once again. And the light would pass on from generation to generation to generation, from Moses to Joshua, from Joshua down to the judges like Deborah and Gideon and Samson. The light would be passed on to women like Ruth, who would hand it to Obed, who would give it to Jesse, this light that would be passed on to Hannah, and she would give it to Samuel. And one day Samuel would see the light of God in the life of a young man named David, and he would anoint him to be king. David passed the light to Solomon, and Solomon passed the light on to generations of kings after him. Some of them would treasure this light. Some of them would trample this light. And yet the light of God just wouldn't go out. So God raised up the prophets to carry the light. There was Elijah and Elisha and Jeremiah and Isaiah. 
There was Micah and Hosea and Amos and many others. And yet despite these faithful men and women that would carry the light of God, the world still felt dark and yet there was hope. As the prophet Isaiah said in the midst of the darkness, the people walk in the darkness have seen a great light. A great light shining on those living in the land of the shadow of death. A light has dawned. And so the light of God during the days of the prophets begun to flicker a little more brightly. In the midst of the invasion, the light would not go out. In the midst of the suffering, the light would not go out. In the midst of the rebuilding of God's walls, the light would not go out. The light of God amongst the people continued to flicker. And then for 400 years, the world waited for the light to come. then an angel appeared to a teenage girl named Mary and her fiance Joseph and once again God passed the light onto them and creation held its breath and in a dark stable in a small town called Bethlehem a new light burst into the world, the same light that spoke creation into being, the same light that created human beings had now become one of us. The one that was there in the beginning had come into the world. In him was life. And that life was the light of all people. Jesus became flesh and he lived among us and we have beheld his glory. The glory of the one and only God, sent from God the Father, full of grace, full of truth. The light shone in the darkness, and darkness has not overcome him. Even in humanity's darkest hour, as we were nailing that light to the cross, the light of God was shining in the darkness. And for three days, it seemed as though the light was gone. Then on a Sunday morning, the tomb was found empty. The rock was rolled away, and the light of God burst forth into creation. (laughs) And Jesus looked at his people, and once again, just as God the Father had done with Adam and Eve, just as God had done with the kings, just as God had done with the prophets, Jesus Christ looked at the disciples And he said, you're the light of the world. A city on a hill that can't be hidden. And once again, Jesus entrusted the light of God to these ordinary people, to women like Mary, to screw-ups like Peter, to deserters like the 12. This light would be entrusted to the multitudes on the day of Pentecost as more than 3,000 saw the light of Christ coming in the power of the Spirit. The same light that appeared to Moses in the burning bush would appear to a man named Saul in the midst of his depravity. The light that would blind him would become the light that would guide him. His new name would be Paul and this light would go to the nations. For thousands of years, ordinary people like us have been entrusted with the light. 
Some took this light to the desert places. They went to the east and to the west, to the north and to the south. Men like St. Patrick took the light to Ireland. He passed it to folks like Gregory and Augustine and Luther. The light was passed on to those who would take God's word and put it into the language of ordinary people so that people like us could behold the light as well. The light would travel to new continents and to new people groups amongst the rich and the poor, the young and the old, the black and the white, men and women, educated and uneducated. Through the lives of ordinary people, just as God has always been doing, the light has been spreading from one life to another in the midst of a world that still feels draped in darkness. And this is where we find ourselves, Ethos, tonight. The week of Christmas. We are here, and the light of God is among us. Who will keep the light burning in our day? Who will take this light into our world? Who will carry the light into a new year? into a new century, into a new millennium. If we don't carry the light, who will? So I want to ask you just a couple of questions, and if you agree with these questions, with the joy and the authority of God, I just want to invite you to respond by saying the simple phrase, we will. Who will carry the light into Nashville ethos? Who will carry the light into new neighborhoods around the city that are often overlooked? Who will give up their comfort to carry the light to unreached peoples around the world? Who will lay down their security and their possessions and their belongings so that those who don't yet know Jesus can know Jesus. Who will stand in the gap for those who don't know Christ? Who will show the city what it means to move beyond religion and to experience an encounter with the living God? Who will show what it means to be sinners redeemed by grace and grace alone? Who will remind our friends and our family what it means to be the people of tomorrow thanks to the story of Christmas? We will. So here's what we're gonna do, Ethos. I'm gonna take this candle and I'm gonna light this candle off of the Christ candle and I'm gonna pass it to folks on the front row and as as you pass this light on to the people next to you, each time you pass it, I wanna just invite you to say, this is the light of Christ. I'm handing this to you. This is what it means to be the people of God. This is what we've been uh, entrusted uh, to do. So I invite you to stand, to hold your candles out in front of you. And as you look at this candle, I want you to be reminded, in the beginning, God said, let there be light. And that light has come into the world 
And you and I have been entrusted to share this light with one another. This is the light of Christ for you. This is the light of Christ for you.